This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh my God, it's us. Hello. <gasps> Love and listings. Turns out Sam is not over her ex-boyfriend, Mm-mm. which puts Zach into Deja Vu Avenue. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then to catch a beautician... We catch a barber this time around. Switching it up. Showing the men some love, okay? Because yes. some, some fuck-ups could happen over in the barber world, too. Okay, everyone? That's right. VH100, the podcast, is going to start right now, y'all. Hello, and welcome to VH100, the official podcast for all things VH1 and more. If you haven't subscribed or commented, I literally say this every week. My name is Easy Manoli. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we're excited about yet another amazing episode of BH100, the podcast. And if you cool cats want to get in on this conversation, make sure you're using the hashtag VH100, the podcast, and talk that talk with us. Boom. What's good? So, fun fact about Lejeune, because I noticed, and maybe y'all have noticed that she's saying cool cats, and I'm all, did you Mm. watch this little documentary of Tiger King? And she has no idea what it is. So, if everyone is thinking, okay, Lejeune is taking that Carol Baskin liner, she's not. She's yeah, doing but, it by accident. Yeah, but where but is this coming you, from? You know what? I don't know. It's just a thing. I'm a cool cat. You're, but you know what? Now that you tell me about the um, reference, mm. I'm into this cool kittens thing. So I might, oh, yeah, hey, might, cool cats start, might start biting that. You know, and I got to check out this documentary because we're obviously on the same wave. She's talking to me. I'm a cool cat or cool yeah. kid now. Well, just be careful. You got to watch the documentary first and then let me know if you. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just be careful. Wonderful. I, we, you know, I just want to make sure you watch the documentary, then go from there. But right, right, right. We'll probably regroup on this in next regroup. week and I'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah, totally not talking to me. <laughs> so you'll know. But oh, no, no, we're doing good. I think I told you that my mom busted her elbow and she needed yeah, like a three hour surgery. Doing? So she got her staples removed this week and wow. I got photographs of these staples mm. and uh, I got it very queasy to the point where I thought I was going to vomit. <laughs> so, oh, wow. So I had to lay down for a hot second and I actually got a little concerned about our recording because I was like, am I going to get it together? But oh, I no, forgot that I'm, I'm amazing so and I'm bomb.com, yeah. but humble at it. Right, with that snapback. Look at you now. And then I'm also, I think I mentioned maybe last week I was dancing in the pool and I cut the bottom of my feet. Well, I'm fully healed and I am back and ready to get it. Get (laughs) it. Get it, get it, get it, get it. What do you do? I saw there was like a lot of bird play on your Instagram, but no birds were harmed in your Instagram story. No birds were harmed because, you know, my nephew actually has a pet bird and a pet and a little kitten. Um, oh, Samuel, okay. Samuel and Riley. And I don't know if you know this, but as a child, I always wanted a pet bird. And my mom got me this really? amazing, beautiful cockatoo. It was green and had a yellow feather on the top of okay. her head. So I named her Sunshine after that. But something traumatic happened to me when we took the bird. As you, When you have a pet bird, you have to get the wings clipped. Oh, and yes. that was a traumatic experience for me because I think deep down inside, Clipping a bird's wings just well, didn't yeah, feel right. It, it, Even though yeah. I later learned, you know, recently that it's like clipping our fingernails unless, you know, you take a more extreme route, which is 
not as common, you know? So I don't know. As a kid, I didn't know how not extreme this was, and it just felt not right. And I I would become triggered every time the bird flapped its wings. Even the tone of your voice is very serious right now. And I'm like, is she okay? (laughs) No, every time that bird would flap its wings, I would flip, flip. Because you were afraid of like where it was going to go. I would like freak out. No, not where it was going to go. Like something I think was triggered about what I did to make this pet bird my pet by clipping its wings. And I would just like freak out and be totally afraid. And I guess maybe a part of me thought the bird wanted vengeance for me clipping its wings. Oh, wow. She's giving this bird a whole backstory. I was afraid of birds. And so this weekend, I held my nephew's bird. And I'm not afraid of birds anymore. I overcame my fears. Okay, congratulations. Welcome to the other side of the bird world. Thank you. I actually have a fear of birds, more specifically pigeons, because they're just too all over the place. They literally fly up in your face. I'm just, I'm not into it. Oh, my God. My roommate's boy. Oh, now ex-boyfriend. He had a cockatoo (gasps) and would bring it to the APT. That means apartment acronym style. And I was all, sir. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm not right. with this flying bird around here. But it was yeah, a baby, no. and it looked like a porcupine at first. Right. And I thought it needed aloe vera, but I also thought, stay in your lane, sir. This ain't your bird, not your problem. So right. boom. No, right, yeah. And when I was working out there with these huge geese, and Taj was like hurting them with his bike. His bike has these little horns, and like mur, 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 and like shooing the geese. And I was like, Taj, don't bring them over here. And he was like, Oh, hurting, hurting. Yeah, he I was like a little hurting. geese. So no, he was I'm not hurting. He was like a little sheep, like a little. For not a sheep, but goose, uh, shepherd. There you go. And okay, I was like, was I don't like, see Taj hurting. Yeah. No, he wouldn't hurt. <laughs> and then he got off the bike and was sort of directing them. And I was like, don't bring him over here. And then he guided them in another direction, and they were totally oh. like going. He really looked like a little shepherd. It was too cute. That's cute. Okay, so. <laughs> He's killing it out there, and I'm just, like, right. taking care of my mom's busted elbow. All right, so there we go. Uh, all about birds. <laughs> all about birds. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so I say we get into Love and Listings. Yes, Got a new let's. episode where Andrew has NLE Chapa as a client. He's looking for a condo, and he's having the best time ever in all these places. Right. I, I fully enjoyed watching Andrew show Chapa all of these houses, along with his mom, too. Like yeah, playing and along his with playful the cameraman. Side. Yeah, the playful side. We absolutely loved it. Ajani and her boyfriend Taryn are also in the market for a new apartment. Mm-hmm. Seemed like at first Taryn wasn't down to move in together because, yeah, no. you know, he was dodging some some links here and there because she's like, Sir, I'm sending you all these links. And I know how that's like because I remember when I was looking for a place and somebody'd be like, Oh, sorry, I didn't look at the link. I'm like, excuse you, I'm doing all this type of research up right. here, up and down, left and right. Exactly. All you gotta do is motherfucking click the link. And just say yay or nay. Yeah, that's extremely frustrating. But that's all right, because we get past that awkward phase in the Ajani and Taryn world, and they are back on the same page, but we just have to get on the same budget. Right. Because that place that they looked at was pretty bomb. It was so good. But she's like, it's a little out of our price range. I'm like, it always is. That's what always it, happens out in the world. It's like, right. And he's it, like, voice of reason, like, let's just look at a couple of other places yeah. before let's go, we let's overextend ourselves options. and break up because we can't stand each other because we can't pay our bills. And there you go. 
Then Taylor gets herself over to a life coach after Jacob, her mom, and dad suggested therapy. Right. And she's discussing conflicts with the group where life coach Sholanda wants to know why Taylor always feels like she's the problem. She's like, what's going on? Well, cue those tears and even a breakthrough on Taylor's part. Right. Opening up how she's hurt right now and she's expressing herself through anger. Right. Feeling like no one is in her corner and if she doesn't defend herself, who will? Which we all kind of knew, though, right? That's why Jacob always sided with her and he's like, you know, there's, there's a deeper situation going on here but Sholanda though with those hard hitting questions asking where Taylor started feeling this way and it's stemming from which we also knew her mom not being around when she was younger you know when when you're at that young age you're looking for some type of guidance and to be to be raised as a girl she was saying she had to turn to her friends like she didn't have that sister figure or mother figure and she felt like she was missing out on stuff in life so what is the lesson that we learned is if we don't address the taylor of today we jeopardize the mega taylor of the future that strength comes from weakness and you have to be honest with yourself in those moments i love that not only for taylor it's for all of us it's for all of us i was just gonna ask you because when i was watching it i i had to pause and take a moment to reflect oh wow what do i have going on that is going to prohibit mega lejeune from being mega lejeune i agree with you because i know a couple people in my life where I do feel that they're a little self-sabotage and I'm just like, yo, you're literally that. What's that term? Shoot yourself in the own foot or something. Right. right, right I right. feel like there's some people in my life that do that. Not affecting me, but I'm like trying to look out for them because I'm like such a good friend. I feel and you. I'm all whatever. But yeah, so you got to be honest in those moments of weakness because that's what builds strength. Just like the honesty Taylor is given with Jacob on his situation. So right. they go out clothing shopping for the baby where Taylor's like, you know, why am I acting like a whole stepmom over here? Where's Angie? Right. Dot, dot, dot. Well, he busts out. Listen, I'm focusing on myself and my daughter. And I love Taylor's face. So she gives us like a whole gif meme reaction and you know, she's under the impression that everything's hunky-dory. Right. And he tells her, like, well, there has been some tension between him and Angie. And it happens. And also the thing is, you know, you don't want your business out there. So, of course, like, you're going to portray, like, the hunky-doriness of it all. Until especially when a child's not. involved. Right, exactly. Until it's, like, a serious thing. And it's like, okay, we are parting ways. But then Papa Suge calls mm. and shifts things into perspective for Jacob. And... Suge Knight is dropping some parental advice on how you don't judge a man by his wealth, but by his happiness. Indeed. How in prison there are a lot of guys that aren't getting late letters from loved ones and you need someone to care about you, which hits home for Jacob and has him rethinking about a couple things because we mm. know Angie is feeling like she's doing all the work and never really gets a break. Right. But that phone conversation was interesting, though, because a lot of people don't think about that. Like when somebody's in jail they're like you know somebody they they look forward to some type of interaction and you can't forget about them anybody yeah you can't forget about anybody and that's why you know it's it's great to build um great relationships when you're up so that when you're down you have those people that are going to you need a strong foundation yeah strong foundation yes and Mm -hmm. speaking of doing all the work 
Zach is feeling like one-way street with the Sam situation. Aw, little Zachy poo. Little Zachy. So at Eric's barbecue, when Zach was talking about Sam, Andrew drops the gem of a conversation he had with Sam out in Palm Springs. Right. That she brought up her ex-boyfriend situation and asked for Andrew's help to get over him. Which, of course, is going to give a whole what-the-fuck reaction out of Zach. Because he's being a whole-ass gentleman. Okay? I know. And I loved Andrew talking about, well, I had to. This could one day come back up, and I would feel much worse not telling him than I do telling him right now. And I'm like, yes, Andrew, I know this was burdening your heart so much. And she's like, and there you go. And there you go. Well, as we know, Zach has a listing that Sam wants to show Juju's client, uh, Fat Boy. And we know Juju's from Love and Hip Hop. Hey. Right. hey. Didn't know that Juju and Sam were friends. So this right. is. Right. That was cute. That was so cute. Unexpected. I had no idea. Not just friends, but getting that bag together. Ladies. Exactly. And that's what they keep saying in in this show. You know what I mean? Because they're like the whole drama with Andrew, et cetera. They're like, you know, it does affect the bag. And this is a perfect example because Juju is friends with Sam. Sam doesn't have a property mm-hmm. that would interest Juju's client. But Sam's like, oh, wait, I know Zach has a property. that would be So that's why, right. you know. Connect the dots Relationships, here. relationships, relationships, All Taylor. about the relationships. <laughs> oh, shit. Here comes a Jill with the dart. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Did that slip out? <laughs> it did. It always does. So <laughs> Juju takes Fatboy around the house for a tour, and that leaves Zach and Sam to themselves, which we know Zach switched up his game and hasn't been reaching out to Sam as much. Right. Because before she felt like he was asking her to hang out every single day. But let me tell you, Mm. when you stop that outreach, they start to wonder why. And I speak from experience. Right. Like, where'd you go? Like, oh, where'd you go? go? And I'm like, well, listen, you treated me like a piece of shit. So now that's... And I always hate when people do that because I'm like, oh, you, I, you aren't reaching out anymore. Or, or anytime you've reached out, I always reply. And I'm like, so you see what you just said there? Anytime I have reached out, you would reply, which means right. you are not reaching out, which means this is not a two-way street. Exactly. Okay? And I just wanted you to realize that bullseye. Next time someone ever texts that, we're going to send back bullseyes. <laughs> the emoji, not even the right. word. Oh, okay? yeah. The emoji. The emoji. So Zach is ready, right? He's right. ready to ask Sam, what is the deal with this Andrew conversation? Mm-hmm. Shockingly, she kind of admits, which I appreciated the honesty at this point, Same. why she's and she's like, listen, this is why I've been asking to take things slow because I literally just got out of a relationship. And then that interview that we saw, she's saying that she just needed a little time to herself. And the conversation with Andrew was to better herself for Zach and their Ooh, future. That- I mean, talk about putting it into perspective, right? Because it would have been one thing if she was trying to go hot and heavy and get it popping right now. And, and she, she was conversation. She's saying, I need to go slow because I'm trying to do this. So she's at full transparency. And hopefully he realized that after she tried to put it in yeah. perspective. Well, there. I mean, we know that he's not having it because he's feeling like it's deja vu and he does not want to go down this road again, Missy. I know, but, but we shall see because, you know, again, I feel like if you you're go. if you're looking at it like, oh, you're wishy-washy and playing games and then you get home and you think about it and you're like, well, she has been saying she wanted to take time because of this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just eager to see where, where this goes. And it is a tough spot to be in because obviously she's interested and likes Zach. 
Right, obviously. And she's finally, because again, remember last season, she was in that headspace and he was dating Kat. But right. then we're on the flip here and he's interested and she's not emotionally ready yet, but she doesn't also want to let him go. So that's a really tough balance because you're like, I, because you're right. Like, it's not like she was so aggressive. Like, I want to see you every day. Like, she right. is saying, I want to take it slow and maybe didn't want to reveal that because that does hurt someone's feelings. Like, you're, right. like, oh, you're still says- trying to get over XYZ. Exactly. She's like, I want to see where this goes in the future. But right now, let's take it slow. Yes. So there we go. She wants to move that car with the hazard lights on, everyone. Right. So, yeah, let's see. Let's see. So on next week's episode, the only love that's popping is Lonnie Love. Mm. She comes in for a little visit. I love her man. You know how much I love Lonnie Love. Love. I'm obsessed with her. Zach, <laughs> Zach and Taylor are trying to mend their issues. Then she tries to do the same with Ajani. Jacob is telling Taylor how he hasn't seen his daughter and he Ugh. is out. And we did see that in the teaser for the upcoming season. Tough, so tough, tough. we shall see what mm-hmm. happens. So, all right. We also had a new episode of To Catch a Beautician, right? Yes. Yes, we did. And this barber week, we edition. Didn't, yes, we didn't catch a beautician, honey. We caught a barber. So we... <laughs> Shout out to the fellas. I love that we can't ever like talk in a normal. We always have to do some in self-inflection. Oh, right. That's called hashtag extra. (laughs) But anyway, this week we met Tyrone, who is an aspiring actor who needed a clean cut for a big audition. Now, he wanted a common inspired, clean, bold look, but left with razor bumps, rashes and discoloration. I'm not going to. This shocked me because. Everyone always said, like, oh, it's just a bald look. How hard is that? How hard is that? Right. <laughs> and you're like, actually, you could fuck it up here and there. So, yeah. yeah. Do your, yeah, what else? Exactly. So, Johnny and Tamar asked him, you know, like, did he put anything on your head to prepare your head? And apparently we learned that Ahmad, the barber, gave him the treatment, quote, unquote, <laughs> which is some mixture of oils that he used and applied to Tyrone's head. Well, mm. Tyrone said that he called Ahmad after he realized what happened to his head because basically he left the shop. Hair was fine, but then his hair started tightening up and then his a lot yeah, his scalp, the the skin on his scalp, he said started to tighten up and then bumps and rashes and burning started Eesh. to occur on his head. And when he gave Ahmad a call, Ahmad actually blamed him for touching his hair after the cut. Now, yeah, Tamar like, objected, right? Yeah, because you're like, listen, because I know how it is too. Whenever I shave, you don't want to touch the fresh skin yeah, because the pores are open and the oils and whatever quote unquote dirt maybe that is on your hand so maybe that's what Ahmad was you know trying to get at mm. All right I wonder if that was Ahmad trying to get at that but you know Tamar was that's like, no, not honey, the case because though. when I get a fresh cut I like to feel that thing well, yeah especially if it's bald right and I was wondering I was like I wonder if it's a difference because has Tamar ever been bald or is it just a low cut and I feel like there will be a difference because I, I do think love she was the- I remember well, seeing her out and about in the streets, oh, maybe. I thought it was just like a really low, low cut, not like an actual baldy. But anyway, you go, girl, because you can rock whatever you have on your she head. She really does. She but, has a, a good head. I like it. Right. But meanwhile, back at the ranch, poor Tyrone had to go to his audition looking like a human walking crunch bar. Yes, he referred to himself like that. And I was like, genius. <laughs> Using that. Using that. <laughs> but you know, you know what we had to do. It was time to call in Mr. Ahmad, the barber, for mm. the usual tricky, trickery. 
But this week, Johnny almost blew his cover trying to tell Tamar that he wasn't nervous. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know that Ahmad <laughs> had to think that this man was crazy because he was speaking to himself under his breath. He's like, I'm not afraid of nothing. <laughs> right. And he was laughing. Oh, my goodness. The looks. I died at that, too. Yeah, because that was the first time ever seeing Johnny almost, quote, unquote, blow his blow his cover. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. like, oh. Exactly. He got too comfortable. <laughs> Not too comfortable at all. But when he got down to business, business, we learned that Ahmad has been cutting hair for about two years and claims that he creates an experience mm. that he wants to franchise. Now, apparently, his special treatment is more like a special surprise because he doesn't even let his clients know what they are have in store. All right. Mm-hmm. And Johnny and... Tamar are surprised and Johnny sort of explains to him that this could be dangerous if one of your clients is allergic to any of the products that you're using. So you need to let your clients know what they can expect from your service. Yeah. What exactly is in the treatment? They need right. to know. And and they don't even know that they're getting this hot towel treatment. And, you know, it's as much as I sort of see where he's coming from. Like, oh, you think you're coming here for a regular cut and bam, you know, yeah. you're going to leave people wowed. But it's dangerous when they don't know what to expect if there are any products that they're allergic to. Yeah. No, my barber, he would ask me like, hey, do you want a towel? And I'm all sure. So he p- put some towel around my head and then he started like cracking my neck. Right. Like really aggressively. And I'm all, oh, um, are we a chiropractor all of a sudden, sir? So definitely, again, got to communicate. All right. Because what happens if I slept weird and my neck was off? Or um, if you had some sort of rare fracture or anything and yeah, he like, made you a quadriplegic, it would have been insane. Like, no, oh, no, no. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Yeah. It'd communication, been everybody. Communication. communication is key. Let your clients know what they can expect, even if it's some sort of you know what you think added bonus additional they'll be just as happy to get that bonus knowing in advance that they're going to get that bonus Ooh, well lessons by lejeune indeed well you know the routine we took a look at some of Ahmad's work and it was actually looking pretty clean you know mm-hmm. then we got to pics of our boy tyrone and Ahmad said looks like somebody shaved that man's head wrong and he did not have any recollection of that head so, you know, that's when Tamar and Tyrone had to come out with questions. Now, who was getting the big surprise? Mm, mm-hmm. He did not Ahmad. like that surprise either. He was like, No, he did not like that about? surprise. He did not like that surprise. And you could tell by the way he responded. Because when Tyrone confronted Ahmad about messing up his hair and audition, my man Ahmad told Tyrone that he had to step his talent game up. And he wasn't at all apologetic for what he had done to Tyrone's hair. He yeah. blamed it on Ahmad. He's like, boo boo, you got to, you know, get your, get your acting skills together. And then you wouldn't have messed up your audition <laughs> play, boy. He's like, I mean, if, you're, if you have to blame a barber... Right. Maybe you're not as good as an actor. And I'm right. You might need to get another acting class or two. But I lived when Tamar sort of put Ahmad in his place and stuck up, stood up for Tyrone, you know, and she was just like, listen, don't let anybody do that to you. And Ahmad, don't be like that, boo. Yeah. I did right. like, and the way she went about it too, because everybody could be on such the attack, but the way she even like went about it and worded it, because she's like, "You are better than this. Like, mm-hmm. let your work reflect your attitude too. Like, you are better than that attitude. So let's get exactly. that together. And when you come at somebody like that, you saw like that's where he started thinking differently. Like, oh shit, I am in the wrong here. So. A lot like what we heard from the life coach in the last episode. You know, it's really hard from love for and people, listings, right? From love and listings, it's really, really hard. 
you know, she said anger, but it's really hard to perceive any type of emotion when you lead with anger, you know? Mm -hmm. And so if it's frustration or whatever, let that be known. But, you know, you don't have to be so harsh. You can do it from a place of love. And Tamar is so good at doing that. Yeah, she's really good at putting that into perspective. Good job, And luckily, (laughs) yeah, and luckily with her grace, she helped Ahmad realize where he went wrong and sort of acknowledge that he was embarrassed. And he even took accountability for what happened with Tyrone's head. Mm-hmm. And off to boot camp we went because he was totally down to learn some new skills. And what I loved about boot camp this week is that Ahmad was actually a fan of the person who was sort of instructing him, right? Yeah. So, right. At boot camp, he worked with Wade the barber who showed him how to do a hair unit. Mm-hmm. And Which it was I'm so- like, I want to get one. Exactly, exactly. And it's, it's so cool because my guy owns a hair transformation club in Bedside, Brooklyn, and is one of the best at installing some of these male hair units. So I'm like super familiar with it because I'm always looking at the work. And wow. so when, right. And Lejeune so when. in the know. No. So when he, when Tyrone was doing his interview earlier in the show and he was saying to Tamar how he needs a versatile look and he wants to be able to go super low and also have some hair. I'm like, boo boo, but you know, that there's all the hair isn't there. And I was like, you might need a hair unit. So I was so... So you were one step ahead. Yeah, I was one Johnny step ahead. Because Johnny was teasing at the beginning of the episode. He's like, I got a surprise in store for y'all. And I right, was all, right, right. how? Because he's bald. Boom. Oh, right, exactly. So I thought that it was you know, really cool that he got to learn this skill and from someone that he was familiar with because he was excited to see and learn from Wade because he had already been familiar with some of his work. You know how it is online, Mm y'all. But (laughs) (laughs) he did his thing at boot camp, but afterwards Tyrone was not convinced that Ahmad was ready to hit the ground running and he reminded him that his livelihood was on the line. Mm Mm-hmm. Ahmad actually never even considered getting a male hair unit Hope he got a nice little consultation that we didn't see, letting him know, I'm not cutting you bald today, (laughs) but I'm going to give you a hair unit. You're like, take note from the own show. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So I was so excited. I'm like, this is going to make for an amazing transformation. So his cousin, Tyrone's cousin, that is, pulled up for the reveal. He was the one that actually took him to Ahmad in the first place. So he right. had, he had some so guilt. Good. Yeah, he had some guilt about the situation because he's like, shoot, that don't happen to me. But he's like, then again, I don't go bald. So uh, he felt the guilt. So it was so good that he could be here for this transformation. When Tyrone came out, y'all, he looked and felt like a new man. Easy. 100%. Oh, my goodness. What an amazing transformation. He said he felt like nothing was even there. And you saw the way it looked when he first put all that head on his head before he shaved it down. Yeah, I was actually like, oh, where are we going to go with this? And then that reveal, it it looked completely natural. Right. Like, I was very inspired to do my own thing myself. I'm like, I'm going to shave my head and get myself a unit myself. I know. No, no, totally. These things are really, really amazing. I'm always amazed by the work. And Ahmad is really going to get to his bag with this new skill. This transformation was so amazing because that is like a 500 to a thousand dollar hairstyle that Tyrone didn't even come in anticipating. And Mm -hmm. he walked out feeling like a new man. And then Ahmad was not only able to redeem himself, but he also learned a new lucrative skill from one of the best to do it. 
Exactly. This episode was indeed a win-win-win. Win-win situation! Yes. But yeah, no, it's very important that, especially with shaving, folks, you have to go with With the grain. With the grain. Never against the grain, because... That's how I got that hardcore abscess because I had an ingrown hair from going against the grain. And now look at me. I need to get surgery in September. But all right. Oh, so there you go. that's crazy. Well, I, I'm so glad to hear that, too, because, you know, like I'm not waxing unless somebody is paying me for a photo shoot. I am a <laughs> shave girl. And, you know, I do a lot of exfoliations to avoid like areas issues uh-huh. yeah okay. yeah and so i don't think that i'm 100 been always go like even when i do my arms or my leg when you shave your legs you don't go with the grain you yeah, just you go, go against the grain and, so you don't and think you see that, how important it is yeah right so yeah i don't know i'm still gonna go against the grain for my legs but for my underarms definitely not and for any other areas definitely okay lejean's so letting the people know like <laughs> y'all tell me what you want but i am definitely not doing this i'm definitely not doing that but johnny also did point out too that after you're shaving it's also good to put a cold compress on because then it does close your pores back up so that's all very important information y'all right and good for Ahmad asking questions he's like can we be a little bit more specific about yeah he got very specific helps. that's good yeah he take was advantage really of that boot camp. right and suck it all up so good for you yes all right so the june that brings us to an end of yet another podcast oh so fast how did it happen so fast i love that you ask that every week um I know. so <laughs> what's today's podcast dedicated to boo Oh, can I get a drum roll or something? Yes, you can. (laughs) Yes, this week's episode is dedicated to actually a bit of advice from Suge Knight to his son. And it was actually something that you mentioned earlier. So that's how you know it resonated and hit hard for the people. And it's when Suge said that you don't judge a man's wealth by his money. You judge a man's wealth by his happiness. It's and true. I felt that. Yo, LeJune, then you and I are like fucking rich as hell. Yeah. Because <laughs> we are so happy. Right. And, you know, happy people are cuter too. So, mm. All right. Mm. So that is a wrap on <laughs> episode 68 of VH100. Yes. Like I said at the top of this podcast, please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and remember to spread the word. That's right. And, of course, be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for VH1, Love and Listings, and to catch a beautician. And make sure you put that at in front of all that. Always. So I am at Easy Manoli. That's easy M-A-N-O-L-I. That's right. And I'm at I-M-L-A June, like the month. There you have it. So make sure you're listening to us and keep it 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts.